All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Franchise Unpacked. You See, almost forgot is, the name. I saw I it in your eyes. Did, yeah. <laughs> Let's, I'm going to take that back. We're going to do that again. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Franchise Unpacked. This is Dave. And this is Zach. And we are here today. We're going to be talking about one of my favorites. Before we get started, but yeah, we're here in a new year. It's 2019. Was the last Where's, one in 2018? It was. Or do we, do well, we, we recorded it. We recorded it. Yeah, we released it in 2019. Well, guys, so. welcome it's a new to year this, for us. New year for us. <laughs> welcome to the future, I guess. New year, new me. New year. So you heard us from the past. Oh, now that's I, that's trippy. I mean, well, technically, isn't it one of those things where like if you when you look at yourself in a mirror, you're always like you're never seeing yourself in the present. Yeah, that sort of thing. So like we're never we'll never hear this podcast. Even right now, we're not hearing ourselves talking when it's happening. Whoa, dude. Whoa. I mean, that's I got to go. I got to go too. (laughs) This is my apartment and I got to go. That was the episode. (laughs) We just unpacked our minds. See you later, guys. Mind unpacked. That's our next podcast. Mind unpacked. Mind unpacked. Where we bring in psychics (laughs) and and mediums. I thought you were going to say like psychologists. Or psychologists. But I like psychics better. Psychics versus psychologists. On ABC. I would watch that. <laughs> I would too. Psychics versus psychologists. That'd be, that'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be like, I would like to see like American Ninja style. Yeah. Tasks well, like mine. Where the, where the psychics or the, I'm sorry, the psychologists make a really nice living and then the psychics continue to operate their store in a bad part of town. Like exactly. <laughs> yeah. Really bad. Like with the terror there, card. There was a comedian inside. that had said something about that. He's like, he's like, I'll start trusting psychics when they stop operating out of a shack yeah. in the bad part of town. Yeah. How do you trust? It's like, clearly you don't see the right decisions for you. Right. And I mean, if, and if anyone out there is a fan of psychics or you believe in psychics, we're not ragging on you. No. We're just, we're, I'm, I believe in everything pretty much. Send me, <laughs> send me something about it. Franchise at gmail.com. There it is, guys. Our next franchise will be psychics. I don't know. <laughs> send, yeah. Send, and uh, while we're on that topic, franchise at gmail.com. Send us suggestions for any future episodes you guys might yes. want to hear or any questions, corrections. We love those corrections. Come yeah. at you nerds. Yeah. Again, you freaking nerds. Get us. Because we're, know, we, we can say that we're nerds too. Trolls. It's, it's our word too. <laughs> that's what we are. We're troll nerds. So well, and that's okay. the thing too. Like, I mean, and we talked about this in the first episode, but for real though, we, we are just lovers mm-hmm. of these franchises. Or, I mean, obviously we're going to end up doing some that we're not necessarily huge fans of, but we can become lovers. We are, it's very true. We are. I hope to become lovers of all these. We are. We are huge fans. We are. We are just fans. We're not the biggest experts in the world. We do our research, but uh, even today's topic, uh, for example, Dave knows so much more about than I do, and he's going to be. I. I kind of. We, we got way too pumped about this one. You should see yes. the getup that he's in. We'll post uh, pictures. We have not announced <laughs> what today's franchise is. So, Dave. If you don't mind doing the honors. If you didn't read the title of the episode, we are doing Star Wars. There it is. Yep. John Williams would be super proud. That's We're going to get content flagged. That was too perfect. Yeah, that was too much. That was too many seconds of 20th century. No, not anymore. I guess Disney will be calling us. Yes, Disney's lawyers. Again. Every episode, Disney's lawyers are going to come after us. Disney's lawyers. I mean, they're everywhere. They bring the frozen head to us. He's like, guys, not. Get off. Five black SUVs pulling right. outside. <laughs> All suits get out. We scary. hear like little anti-Semitic comments coming from no, inside geez. the frozen box. It's We're true. Like, yeah. We're like, Walt's oh, here. Oh, no. They brought Walt. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Oh, man. I think that'll become, I think that might become a thing. We're going to try and somehow get ourselves into trouble with Into Walt legal Disney trouble with Disney. The Disney estate. 
every episode. So oh, I'm down. Let's so do count it. it. All right. Yeah, there exactly. There's episode two. But we, like I said, we are talking about Star Wars, and I think there's no better place to begin than with the beginning. That's usually oh, where you want to yeah. begin. Wait, I think. chronological beginning or order of release? Order beginning. of release. Okay. I think that's important, which is a debate I would love to talk about because yeah. a lot of people say, oh, well, my friend's never seen them. Well, let's we'll, we'll, we'll get to yeah. that in a minute. If yeah. you don't quite know what I'm talking about, if you've if you're unfamiliar with Star Wars, if you've been living under a rock for the last 41 years, 42 <laughs> years, um, if you're a 43 yeah, year old man or woman year old man, who's never heard of Star a Wars, man, baby, yeah, who's never heard of Star Wars, I well, we're gonna try and fill you in. You're gonna learn today. You are. How'd it, you hear about our podcast? If you're, if yeah, you're on you the doing? internet. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, yeah, those audience, the Venn diagram of those audiences. Do yeah, not they, they have, yeah. Um, but it, it began back in 1970. Actually, I, I was reading earlier today, 1971, when George Lucas uh, got wanted to write a uh, Flash Gordon movie. He wanted really? to write a script, but he couldn't get the rights to it. OK, he hadn't done American Graffiti yet, which was in 1973. And that was kind of his first mm-hmm. Ford. I've never seen that. I've, ne- I've never seen it either. But um, Harrison Ford, his first film, he was in really? it. Um, yeah, Ron Howard's in it. Huh. Uh, it's it's a, a, a very, you know, Cars in the 50s. It's that right. kind of a right. greaser, you know. Yeah. Good music, that sort of. Yeah. I, I, I like to think of it as maybe a dazed and confused. But I could be okay. co- totally wrong. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll get know, back to that teenagers one. Teenagers <laughs> with, no, with cars, you know, in high school, that right. sort of, no yeah. plot, nothing yeah. heavy. But um. A new it, and they, he didn't get the rights to it, so he's like, you know what? Well, I'm just going to write my original, you know, so I don't have to pay anybody for the rights of it. Mm-hmm. He optioned a two-page script option to Fox, 20th Century Fox, and they said, okay, here's 150 thousand dollars for the script. Get us a script. And they in night in the mid 70s, and he got him wow. a script. And then two years later, they started production on Star Wars, and that was it. Was not called Episode Four: A New Hope yet. Okay, it was just what, what was it? Star Wars? Just Star Wars. Star Wars. The Star Wars. It was Star Wars. Okay. And um, interesting. Yeah, because he George Lucas had the story. He had a you know the uh, several episodes, and he knew he wanted to do a saga. Uh, yeah, he had it in his head. He had scripts, but um, he's like, well, I've only this is my last shot. I right. I only get one shot at this, and Oof. I you know um, talk about stress. And yeah, and the stress of a getting a, a script as a young man optioned in Hollywood, and you know getting it produced in Hollywood, and then having the vision to. We'll get into it, but he created Industrial Light and Magic is one of the most impressive. Same with THX, the sound. He also created THX, right? which was created, named after his, one of his first movies, THX, like 108 or something. It was a, huh. a student film about, I, okay. I, we're going to have to check that. I, yeah, yeah. Wrong, but we, can, like, we, we can get off yeah. on that tangent for but a while. But you know THX, it's that. Yeah, at the beginning of all. Yeah. Yep. That's going to sound great, guys. On a, yeah. <laughs> it's like ASMR. Yeah. Zach and I are going to say like, really close to the microphone and a George and Lucas inspired <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> Ooh, wait, wait no, George Lucas, said, that would be like, um, well, you know, I was, I was talking to Stephen and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and then Frank Oz came and he's like, I got this little, uh, but, uh, so in case you wanted anyway, that, you have it. If you're still listening. Um, but, so he, he started filming, uh, in, in the mid seventies, uh, we had in kind of just a along there were a bunch of nobodies he hired speaking of harrison ford he brought him back uh as han solo we had mark hamill as luke skywalker uh carrie fisher as princess leia the late great r.i.p carrie yeah um uh just and who princess leia might be one of the most influential female characters i think in in recent film yeah, history she's yeah. an extremely strong and important you know yeah. character 
Uh, I was thinking of like that and um, uh, General Leia. We should from uh, from Alien. What's uh, oh um uh, Rid- Ridley? Ridley Ridley yeah, yeah. Ridley. Um, Sigourney Weaver absolutely yeah. absolute powerhouse just powerhouse female yeah. characters such a badass she not so cool. your damsel in distress right maybe right. yeah they had her in a prison yeah Princess Leia's in a prison but, right uh, but you know not not damsel in distress and you want a fun first fun fact her prison number was FN two one eight seven which is in episode seven Finn. Played oh, by John Boyega, okay. his stormtrooper code name is FN two one eight seven. Really? This, yep. And that's okay. Fun, your first fun fact. There we go. First Ding. fun fact of the day. Dave's fun fact. <laughs> um, and obvi- it came out in May nineteen seventy seven. Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars, and um, it was a huge, huge hit. And then George Lucas had something up his sleeve. He said, "You know what? Twentieth Century Fox, take all those ticket sales. Take that. You take that hot ticket. Money. You take that movie money." They're lined up out the door. Yeah, I did good for you guys. I brought you. Yeah. He brought them out of the brink of uh, bankruptcy as well. 20th really? Century Fox. The Fox as we know it is because of Star Wars. Really? No joke. I did yeah. not know that. Absolutely. They were on the brink of bankruptcy in the 70s. And then he, the Star Wars l- almost tripled, I think, their value. Wow. Or something in one in like one summer. Um, but they were. Uh, George Lucas said, you can take all the ticket sales. I want merchandising. No one had ever done it. Okay. No one had merchandise. They're like, okay, George, <laughs> go make your toys in your lunch boxes, all these, whatever. And now, you know, he has gone on to sell his franchise for $10 billion. Is that how much it sold for? I, no, I believe eight. I, I, oh, I, my well, gosh. I the numbers. Oh, I believe still, though, I, I'm you know, okay with eight, the with modest a cool eight billion. Bill, a cool <laughs> eight bill. You know, eight billion. And he donated most of it to education. Really? Very, yes. Wow. I mean, the guy, his name is still all over. You still see a Star Wars movie today, even if it's produced by Disney. Lucas Films, is, his right. name is, you know, the yeah. guy's got shares. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, man. But yeah, so he took the merchandising, started making all the toys, and now we have all the marketing we see mm-hmm. today they went on to then produce episode five that's when the episode started coming in empire strikes back became episode five and he's like what so that was episode four and he's like right a new hope right like, whoa what about one two three we'll get there yeah uh, so empire strikes back Which i have some stuff to say about the first three. Oh yeah oh, at least yeah. the first two they were formative years for us as you know children you know children and yeah teenagers yeah and- well, we'll get to that we'll get to that but uh, yeah that's it's strange that they like that he just dropped that though out of out of yeah. nowhere on the audience. Yeah. Just out of, out of complete nowhere. And, and the, the, he's like, you know what? This is part of a greater saga. And they're like, yeah, oh, this is. And, and that's Empire Strikes Back really hits a note. Uh, even from the very beginning, they're on the ice planet Hoth. You're like, OK, we're already on a planet we haven't seen. This right. Gal- how big is this galaxy? How right. many creatures are in this galaxy? We're seeing aliens. We're seeing new ships. We're seeing more more rebels. The Empire. Okay, so the Death Star, they blew up what we thought was that was it in the first movie. You know, like the right. Death Star, the epitome of bad guy base. They're done, right? Mm. Oh no. The Empire is that was one little base, like basically the Death Star, one little weapon. Right. They've got Star Destroyers and a, a ground force. We see a ground battle, the, yeah, which is yeah. so much fun. You get your space battle in the first movie, you get a ground battle, and then in Revenge of the Sith, you can't, or uh, I'm sorry, Return of the Jedi, I'm sorry, Return of the Jedi, you get both. You get ground and air and space battle. Right. You get kind of a great mix. But, uh, and Empire Strikes Back, even a bigger hit than the first. Going on to produce episode six, Return of the Jedi in May 1983. Um, and then there was the big hiatus. Jordan's yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to start focusing on 
the uh, Lucas Arts, which went, which we'll now talk. This is when you know, this, speaking of merchandising, the, the video games, the the, the yeah. franchise aspect of this really well. The and that's out. I definitely want to touch on the video game side of it. I mean, I've oh, yeah. you know I'm a huge video game dork, and that's uh, like that's a huge area that I live as am um, I. Yeah, I mean, we both are. Um, <laughs> just kind of grew up on it, but it, it was interesting for me, and I know we're about to get to it, but this hiatus was broken with episode one, right? There wasn't anything in between. There were no movies, no TV. Obviously for very, uh, very good reasons. uh, Episode one kind of gets a lot of hate. Um, It gets, it it catches a lot of flack. And I think in some areas, yeah, in a lot of areas, it definitely deserves it. But I didn't see the original trilogy. Ah. I when I was whatever 10 years old because it came out in what 99 I think yes came out um, 99 so I was I would have been nine years old mm-hmm. and I remember I saw like the trailers for it and then I went and saw it oh, in the theater amazing trailers. and it blew my mind it was so cool and I didn't at the time I wasn't annoyed by Jar Jar Binks because I was nine years old it didn't bug me you didn't have a concept of, yeah. right um, and I was just like, this is so cool. I remember I even bought the uh, the novelization of it to read oh, yeah. for my I had it too. like second grade class or whatever. And it was too hard for me to read. I was like, it was written for like a way, way above my reading level. Sure, yeah. And so I had to like have my mom help me read it. It's a midi chlorian. <laughs> right. Ugh. But Ugh. As, as much as, and I never saw episode three either. Um, I, oh, I still no. never got around to the, it. That's the best of the prequels. Really? By far. Um, well, and that's, and that's, but that's thing, not like, saying much. I mean, it's just, right. It's and so that's, that's just, that was something that I had to say was like, that's, it was so formative to me, even though it wasn't the, you know, the best of the movies by a long, long, long shot. But episode one was what, was what made me fall in love with star Wars. It's what, it's what brought me into that universe. So when you did see the original trilogy, what did you think of those after you'd come from that? Uh, when I first watched them, I didn't love them. I, I liked them, but I was, when I, when I went back and watched the original trilogy, I remember I bought it on VHS because sure. I, I became obsessed with episode one. So I was like, I need to buy all these old movies. And I had like the, you know, the VHS triple collection oh, yeah. and I liked them. I really did like them, but I didn't fall in love with them. And now when I'm going back and like, I haven't watched any of the uh, episodes one, two or three. in I don't even know how long, I mean, it's been years and years and years, but I still go back and I watch the original trilogy. There's, oh, yeah. there's a certain magic to it. You know what I mean? Sure. You, and it's funny. I think that, yeah, you, you might not have appreciated the original trilogy as much because you were coming from that different angle. You were coming from the prequel trilogy. So you had seen as a nine year old, you saw some cool stuff. I mean, it was, it was all CGI, which was a, that's first big strike against your trilogy. The use of CGI. I know what George Lucas was trying to do. And yes, it, it created a lot of opportunities for future movies. Yep. And this, the birth of the big green screen warehouse, you know, yeah, where yeah. nothing is real, which, you know, take that for what it is. If you like it or not like avatar. Yeah. I mean, he, he bless him. He tried, sure. you know, like yeah. he, he, he wanted did everything he could. He wanted but. to do it. Uh, and sure. But, um, it just didn't look great. And that was, a, and then also it was, he wrote the script and wouldn't yep. let anybody touch him. He directed all three of them. Wouldn't let anybody touch that. That was his, you see another big flaw. He let Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi were directed by other people. That's right. Very I forgot about Oscar that. Yeah. winning at directors. And he only, you know, he directed the first A New Hope because sure. out of necessity. You yeah. Know, didn't have money to buy a director. But um, anyway, and he, you know, it just, it kind of was this. I'll, and back to, we, we touched on it at the very beginning of the episode. 
whenever anybody asks me what order I should see it in, if you haven't seen Star Wars, I always say watch four, five, six first. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, it, it story. If you're looking at it story wise, you're learning. You see Darth Vader as a Anakin Skywalker, but after he's turned to the dark side, you want to see that right. first. You have to see that first. So you see, so the fall from grace that Anakin has, even though it was very poorly written, and it should have been way a better story arc for yeah, Anakin yeah. to fall to the dark side. You at least understand where he right the possibility of like there was goodness in him once right right as opposed to seeing kind of just a piece of shit kid right. and like yeah he's, it's it because it's a episode one Jake Lloyd it ruined his acting career oh yeah I mean he, he gets he gets he's like, like upset a about it oh yeah there's a, you should look up Jake Lloyd on Google do a oh little Google gosh. search. It's kind of tragic. Um, yeah. We'll speak of Jar Jar Binks, too. He's just been coming out a lot of talking about his this almost committing suicide. The, the, what? The, the, there's the nothing actor? worse than Star Wars fans. Wow. They're rabid. And it's bizarre because it's like you're they're clearly dark side. And I'm like, if they I, it does, just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like the, the amount well, of hate. And, and I think that part of it, too, is because it is such a huge fan base. Mm -hmm. Those those bad fans get heard more. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of Star Wars fans like you and I who. You know, obviously, we're not attacking actors or anybody like no. that. I think it's the, it's those few, though. You know, it's such a small percentage, but in a pool that big, that small percentage is still, you know, a hundred thousand fans that yeah. are that They're are very loud and have a mouthpiece yeah. thanks to the internet, especially. Yeah. But um. But yeah, it's, thanks Obama. Well, yeah, Obama <laughs> for the internet for, for making the internet. Obama. Um, <laughs> but but I the the amount of hate just always. Just kind of blew me away, uh, but and it makes it fun though for the new the new trilogy. J.J. Abrams, the with the character of Kylo Ren, he is a fanboy, yeah, a very dangerous young man who saw something that was a tragedy and and thinks it's cool again years later. Right, a goal like you can it's these you know it's kind of in our day and age people sympathizing with Nazis is that right? What is going on? Which is messed up. How is this a yeah. thing again? It's yeah. that same. It's kind of an allegory, you know, and yeah. at least that's the the correlation I draw. So sure. fanboys out there who are complaining and making, you know, actors feel real shitty. Yeah. You're a bunch of Kylo Ren's. Take yeah. that as a will. He is a badass. Ba a great, a Adam Driver. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Act. He's oh. he's incredible. Crushes it. Mask yeah. on and mask off. You got to see Last Jedi. He yeah. really, I really know. does I well in it. Yeah, and that's the thing is I'm I'm behind a couple of movies. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen Rogue One. Oof. I haven't seen Last Jedi. I haven't mm -hmm. seen Solo. Mm -hmm. um, so well, there, there are a few that I need to catch up on for and, sure. And that will kind of jump ahead. You heard him. Rogue One and Solo are Star Wars stories. Now, recently with the new acquisition from Disney, uh, Disney bought Lucasfilms and for, I believe, eight, four, four or eight billion dollars. Yeah, a bunch it was, of it was a lot. Eight yeah. billion dollars. And um, so they started producing movies starting in 2015 with The Force Awakens, Episode 7. Uh, and then every year at, they wanted to do a movie in between every two years. So there would be right. the 2015, you had episode seven, 2016, you had rogue one, 2017, you have the last Jedi 2000. And then they condensed, uh, they put, they put solo out early in May and it kind of really affected sales. I, a solo. I've heard not briefly, good things. I, I love it. Okay. I really like, it's a star Wars movie. I love them all, but like, yeah, it, I think it's it's closer to a Star Wars movie pacing wise than I think Rogue One and The Last Jedi. Okay, but those are better films uh, because Rogue One's great because you don't deal with the Skywalkers. You're not dealing with the main right. story. You're dealing with 
it's like I always wanted to be an X-wing fighter. I don't want to be a Skywalker. I wanted to be a guy and the you know right a pilot. I right. want to be that dude. You know, my favorite character is Wedge Antilles. He survives both Death Star assaults. He's one of the very few pilots. I think the old mm-hmm. might be one of the only pilots to survive both really? Death Star assaults. Yeah, he becomes uh, one of the commanders in the Ro- in Rogue Squadron. Okay. Which, if you're familiar, Rogue Squadron is a extended universe slash video game created by LucasArts. And yeah, my favorite. I love. Well, that's those like games. my. I mean, when it comes to video games, especially um, the one that I really fell in love with, and I never beat it because it was so hard. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jedi Power Battles. Oh, yeah. On the PS1. So much fun. That thing was, that was a hard game. They had a lot of good games. Episode 1 came out for PS1. Jedi that Power That was a good Battles. one, too. Yep. Then the Jedi Knight games were great. I don't know if you played any of those. No, I didn't Jedi play those. Academy. They nope. were kind of like right after that. Okay. Um, and then there uh, was... Shadows of the Empire for Nintendo. I never played Battlefront for PC, the, like the original one. Oh, man, I didn't the play original the, I did play the remake, uh, whatever the new Battlefront was. Oh, they're great. Um, Except, although everybody shit the bed at, for two because of the... Yeah. pay to play they did they made the, a stand and i'm glad that ea corrected it but mm-hmm. everybody freaked out and really well, ruined the game and that's launch. i mean uh, uh, really apart from uh, apart from just star wars i feel like everybody's trying to turn to this pay to play and especially pay to win yeah it mentality. is garbage and that's got to go away it i mean does I, have to go away i i miss i i genuinely do miss when you could you know legend of zelda ocarina of time we talked about this in the last episode you turn on that game and you have the whole game. Yeah. There's nothing that you're missing unless you got Master Quest. But even that, when it came out for that like little disc for GameCube yeah. and when they released Mini it for discs. 3DS, you had that. It was like it's all there from the start. That's a sidetrack. Sure. But, we digress. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah. I, I did enjoy Jedi Power Battles, though. Me and so my good. me and my did cousin you ever used play to play Pod that. Racer for N64. Oh, that my was gosh, so I fun. did. Super crazy hard, I, but like so I much I forgot fun. about that game. Yeah. That was a fun game. Oh, well, so much fun. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic was the RPG, which... I never played that phenomenal either. Phenomenal game. And they need to do it, make yeah. another. Because right now, from what the... Well, to touch on, on Battlefront, uh, Peter Geisel and I used to play Battlefront all the time for the original, the Xbox yeah. like one yeah. version, or Xbox 360 version, um, uh, back in New York all the time. He'd come home from work late and... Uh, he would uh we would just fire that up and just play yeah, like yeah. split screen we loved it um but the future of the video game aspect of the franchise i believe that ea no longer holds the primary rights to the game production okay and they scrapped a game and they're now producing a what everybody wants i believe an mmo star oh, wars that'd game be finally. awesome like, I would, I would buy that. What are we doing? But are they going to botch it though? Because like, look at um, what was it Fallout seventy six just came out, and I have heard nothing but it got botched. Here's like the it's thing, though. Fallout was never meant to be a multiplayer game. True. I've been saying that since they hastily announced seventy six. Did you? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like I was like, this isn't going to be good. They announced it. Like, it it seemed like something before. that like one of the developers brewed up in their home, like using the. Using look at me engine. and my friends <laughs> modded at a land like we land right, this right and then, like it. I was like, how you're already you're getting rid of vats like we know it. How do you yeah. stop time? You can't stop. Time. And that's, and that's half time. the fun right there and there. Fallout. It's, if you're playing a, a, a multiplayer shooter, I want Call of Duty pacing, not Fallout RPG right. pacing. Right. It's slow and clunky. So, so how would they how do you think they'd be able to remedy that for Star Wars? You create your own. You create your own engine, yeah. your own play style. You make your own. Uh, you Knights of the Old Republic. Um, There was 
they uh, they did Knights of the Old Republic and then Knights of the Old Republic 2. Then a few years passed, they did an MMO, and I think it's like one of those free-to-play MMOs where yeah. you can pay and unlock the full game, but you can just kind of, like, I think DC had one and Marvel Online. Oh, yeah. DC um, Online. And then there was, uh, what was it, like, I mean, this was a long time ago, but like City of Heroes, yes. City of Villains, it's free things like and that. Fun. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, it was, uh, I believe just called the old Republic. Okay. Not Knights of the old Republic. And uh, it was an MMO and it was great. Yeah. You could play with other people. And I was like, yes, this is great. This is what I want. I want, you know, kind of like GTA online style. It can yeah. be fast paced. Get in my ship, fly anywhere, go anywhere, have a space battle above Hoth. If yeah. with whoever's on this planet can join me. And there's something, whatever. there is something really nice about that, that type of online feel. And I know this is a little bit of a sidetrack again, but I remember when I was playing Unreal Tournament 2004 mm-hmm. and it was the first time I've ever gone online in a video game. And I hopped into someone's tank and we were just driving around this Together. world. Yeah. And it was like, it was a stranger online and we kind of formed this bond. Like we hung out together and we, I mean, we didn't like, it was just for that match, but like for that match, we were in there. We were, the you know, fighting squad. enemies together. Yeah, we were a little squad. The cool. Well, speaking on that, Battlefront one came out uh, in 2015, right before Force Awakens. And uh, my brother-in-law and I were playing it back then. Um, and I remember the coolest thing. We were online. We're in the same match together. We were the rebels and it was the Battle of Hoth. Yeah. And uh, we're in Echo Base. I'm in the hangar. And what I see, I'm like running around and the Empire is storming this hangar. Beautiful graphics. You know, it's stunning. Yeah. It is EA. They can make a pretty game. They, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, but. Um, and you're saying, wait, this being, is for uh, Battlefront 1. 1. The first the Battlefront. Original. For, um, yeah, not the original from uh, the early 2000s. This is from 2015. Oh, the, okay. The, the remake that EA okay. and DICE, or DICE yeah. is now making for Battlefront 2. But, um, Which, yeah, that did yeah, look incredible. It's unbelievable. That, uh, Battlefront 2, DICE came in and did the all the space battles and yeah. the ship controls because it was so good for Battlefront. It's the best flight game I've ever played, period, hands down. Really? Fight me, anyone. Fight There's me. <laughs> no Star Wars Battlefront 2 has the best flight controls of it. You, you are literally doing barrel rolls in and out of space debris while chasing TIE Fighter. And it's, yeah. you feel, it's, I've never felt anything closer. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, great. But anyway, and I remember that my brother-in-law, Danny, and I were playing. He's in an A-Wing. I'm in Echo Base. I'm like, Danny, there's an ATST right outside the hangar and he's hammering us. I can't do anything. Are you still in that right. A-Wing? And he's like, give me a second. And all, <laughs> I'm just watching. I'm taking cover and I'm looking. And all of a sudden I see a couple laser bolts hit the ATST outside. Yeah. Us. It starts turning its head to look to the side. And then proton or photon torpedoes hit it. And, or photon and proton. One is Star Trek. One is Star Wars. I'm going to get crazy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, second episode. We're yeah, shut I think it's, pro, it's Proton Torpedo. And, um, and then the ATSC blows, and then Danny flies through the wreckage of the ATSC. That's and it. amazing. I like, and I was like, woo! Got it! And I was like, that's so cool yeah. that we have come to this. That yeah. we're, these are, you know, the kind of games. And it's all got, you know, the, the um, original music, which was done by John Williams. Uh, yep. Funny little story about that. Back in the mid-'70s when uh, George Lucas had... He's getting his final cuts together of Star Wars, A New Hope. Um, he showed it to his good friend, Steven Spielberg. He didn't mm-hmm. have the music in it yet. Sat through the movie, see it all. And Steven's like, wow, George, this is great. You know, cool. We've never seen you know, space like space battle. Right. It's okay. A couple weeks go by. George puts in the soundtrack by John Williams. They see it again. The, they show him the scroll, too. I don't think the scroll was involved yet, but with okay. that first... Yeah, yeah. And right then, there, <laughs> Steven Spielberg was like, we need to put this in the theaters now. It, it changed it. Really? It, 
Yeah. Oh, John Williams, or the it was a it was a space opera to begin with. That was George Lucas' right. initial you know view of it, and he really created an opera. Yeah. John and fun fact: John Williams is producing. He will finish episode nine. He's produced music for all the of the Skywalker's episodes one through nine. He is also producing original music for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is uh, opening this summer and this fall in oh, Anaheim. Yes. yes, in Anaheim, yeah, yeah. California, Disneyland and Orlando, Florida's uh, Disney Disney World's Hollywood Studios, respectively. Okay. And this is unlike anything we've ever seen theme park wise. Yeah, I've, explain a little bit more of it, because I've heard some details, but I've only yeah. I've, only, I've only heard like little Little snippets. I haven't heard much. So when Disney bought Lucasfilms in 2012 uh, for a crazy amount of money, we all knew they're like, okay, well, they're going to start making movies again. They're going to start making TV shows, which they are. The Disney streaming podcast, The Mandalorian, will be coming out in 2019 this year, uh, starring um, Prince Oberyn from Game of Thrones, that actor. Um, Uh, Pablo... Uh, something he's uh, uh, a, to a look, I have to look him great up. actor, but he is the lead in the Mandalorian. Um, for those of you who don't know, Boba Fett is a Mandalorian comes Mandalore. He is, a uh, is a planet that has been wrecked by war for centuries and, uh, they're mercenaries and bounty hunters. See, this is why, this is why people are going to tune into the podcast. You, you're not going to get this type of nitty gritty anywhere the little, else. It's little things. Yeah. Mandalore. Yeah. So the Mandalorian that will be coming out and it takes that apparently will be taking place between, Return of the Jedi and Episode Seven: Force Awakens. So it's that okay. thirty-year gap yeah, that we yeah. don't know much about, which is great. So it's post Boba Fett's death. So we're going to see a guy wearing the same type of armor and being like, I think exploring some stuff, right? But anyway, 2012, Disney buys Lucasfilms. They start making movies. They start making plans. They announce Galaxy's Edge. Disney does this because Universal Studios has Harry Potter, the world of you know Wizarding right. Harry Potter, which is an interactive, pretty inter. Semi interactive theme park. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's and it's, and it's, it's huge. huge. Like I haven't been there, but like it's I've huge. I've heard that this it's... is fourteen acres, which is the size of another Magic Kingdom. Huge. Wow! So this, okay. I think is like it. One corner of it is Wizarding World of Harry Potter, right? Like, right. Disney's Disney goes, oh yeah, yeah. And and like, like, one up <laughs> fourteen more acres. Of How long until park. Disney owns Harry Potter? That's my question. I know, right? Until you, they buy Universal, right? Um, but it is supposedly they will be opening with two rides: Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, where you and five other guests will pilot the Millennium Falcon. Nice. You will climb into it, into the cockpit, be pushing buttons. Enter its full interaction. It takes. A crazy amount of computer processors. It's live, fully interactive ride. Really? It's a screen ride, but it's also moving. And yeah, you, yeah. The, how well you ride, drive the Millennium Falcon, when you leave and exit the ride, characters will start interacting with you based on, they'll say, oh, the boss wasn't too happy with that's it. That's right, yeah. And bounty and they, hunters will start hunting you through the park. You can so join cool. with the Resistance or join up with the First Order, depending on if you want to join the story of the park. Right. And you have credits. They will, if you're staying at the Disney Star Wars Hotel, you will get clothing. You will get a costume. That's and so have, cool. Say a droid might come to your door in the beginning of the day and be like, the Resistance needs you in the park and give you a mission. These are room, awesome. this is rumors I've heard, but it is a fully, if you want to interact, you right. can. You and your children or you and your guests See, can now, that's, fully interact with the theme. That's something that I think is going to be groundbreaking because nobody else really has done anything like that. And and like we said, Harry Potter is close. You can point your wand. 
That's sure. The reason make magic happen. But this is actors in costumes, inter- fully interactive voice recognition robots. It's like, it's like an RPG. It's like a real yes. life role playing game. Exactly. Exactly. And and then the other ride is called Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, uh, which is, I guess, it starts you out in a first order prison and you break out, join okay. the resistance, something along those lines. Um, the uh, Galaxy's Edge takes place on a new planet called Batu. In the city is called Black Spire Outpost. That is the area you are in. Okay. Batu. And a, on the far uncharted reaches of the galaxy. An area that we hmm. on the outer rim, beyond the outer rim, beyond Tatooine, areas we haven't seen yet. Right. Which is leading into what we believe episode nine will probably be ending the Skywalker saga. Okay. And then Ryan Johnson now has his new trilogy that they've given him. Which I'm not See, a little I, iffy so on that. Here's where my worry comes in with yeah. this franchise. Future, here we are, guys. We are now yeah. at the future of the franchise. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we realize that we... Clo- we've this, been talking for a this, while. This topic in particular is definitely going to take two episodes. Part so, two coming up. Yeah, we're, we're not sure when part two is coming up, but it's coming up. <laughs> um, but the other... Uh, <laughs> Dave, Dave just like made wine. that noise while he was drinking. So I was like in the cup, like. This <laughs> 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 is my chewy. I uh, I don't care like, what it smells like. Chewy, get in there. <laughs> but I, I I worry about the future of this franchise because already we're starting to see this like almost like materialistic. Well, I, it's I, Disney. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is like it's it's becoming Disneyfied. They really, they pumped the brakes. Solo, there was a lot of issues with it. You noticed there wasn't a new Star Wars story this December? Oh, That's right, why. yeah. They were going to do Boba Fett. See, I would and love then that. Obi- I would and love then an Obi-Wan Boba movie. Yeah. But they've, as far as we know, have either stalled or canceled those films. They're going to finish out episode nine, let the theme park open. I think let some other merchandise come out. And then we're going to get a new trilogy here, I yeah. think, in another five but, years. But here's, the, here's my question, though. Do we need a new trilogy? Because we, you look at something like, uh, I mean, I'm just going to go back to it because we already talked about it on the show, Legend of Zelda. Like, there are so many gaps in that story, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Like, I don't need a game that centers around the Goron. No. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's had his time. We know about him I'd like enough. to see the history of the Goron in the game. Yeah, exactly. the other Goron characters. Exactly. Now, and, we, and that's where I get hung up because I don't, personally i will never i will probably never see solo not because i don't like star wars but because i don't know that i care enough about that one story to dedicate three hours of my it's life it's really it. ham-fisted it is there were definite problems with the script of them just them trying to shove things yeah. into it um but i see it you it is fun to see if anything donald glover is lando calrissian and that's that's right one of the only reasons that i want to see excellent. it <laughs> he's in a cave it's pretty excellent and there's some good performances too there's some really good and some nice oh hey wow a yeah nice twist at the end i'm not gonna spoil it for anybody but there's a character that i would never see coming back and i guess part of my issue too is recently all of those movies star wars uh the marvel movies mm-hmm. they all are they're so big that I think they've become, I don't know, I, they're, they're not interesting to me anymore. I don't, I don't mean to sound like a hipster or anything like that, but I mean, I, they are, a hipster, it's, but. it is one definite end of the gamut of film. Yeah, it is it's, a, it's this big blockbuster, larger than life. When we saw, when my wife and I saw uh, Avengers Infinity War, I was exhausted after it. I felt it's a type yeah. of movie where you're like, I felt like I just ran a marathon. This yeah. was, yeah. I remember seeing I am legend. I was white knuckled the whole time and like had to hold my breath right. and I, it was stressful. It's one of those. Yeah. You have to be definitely in the mood. I'm just, I'm always one of the, if 
Empire Strikes Back was on the other day on TV. Yeah. Right in the middle of it. I'm but see, it on. Even the original thing. trilogy, though, like mm-hmm. that to me has so much more to it than some of these new ones do. Mm-hmm. Like it just has uh, there's there's a certain heart to it. Yes, there's an intimacy yeah. that you're getting in this huge galaxy. Now what they're trying to do, they're showing, they're like, hey, look at this huge galaxy. My concern with the future of it is they're saying, oh, we're we're done with the Skywalkers. We're done with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're taking you to the far reaches of the galaxy and they're starting a whole new right. thing. I'm like, let's not, I don't want to start seeing some weird stuff. It's when you did the prequels, you changed the look of Star Wars. You yep. made it a weird Flash Gordon style, a weird round edge. It didn't look like the original trilogy. Right. But now... The new prequel trilogy did a good job of we still look like, which makes sense. I think you're coming out of those clothes. I I think what it boils down to is the original trilogy allowed you to experience Star Wars. These newer ones are doing the experiencing for you. They are. They're introducing you to like, look where we're going to shove you into. Right. Right. The cool. That's why I love the video games. Yeah, if they can make me a good video game where I can make my that I come into. I come into this franchise looking at it like I want to be a character in this galaxy. Yeah, I want to fly my ship. I want to be, you know, force sensitive. I don't want to be a Jedi. I want right. to be force sensitive. Han Solo's force. For those of you who don't, there are characters who are force sensitive. Clearly, that's why Han Solo is always saying I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> but you know, with some yeah. training, he could use some powers, I believe. But anyway, um, it Leia, huge example of force sensitive. But um, it, it, I just don't want to start seeing a full change of design. I don't yeah. want you to start introducing, they introduced midi chlorians and then dropped it because it was such a dumb idea in the prequel. Like why? What, 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 what were those again? Midi chlorians are little organisms that live inside all living things in the galaxy and connect us. That's in the more you have, the more you can speak to them and they can affect other things with midi chlorians. So that's why Jedi have a huge count. Okay. And that was the whole Interesting. dumb plot of episode yeah. one with Anakin giving him blood tests. You're like, I don't Oh, this is what I, Oh, right. give me the Senate and blood tests of a child. You can't <laughs> the act. One, the one thing, I don't remember which episode like, it was Liam Neeson, from, cool. Like, Ewan McGregor, cool. I, I looked up the, the scene where I, 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 I'm so sorry, you guys. I don't even remember the character's name right now. I'm, I'm drawing a total blank. Um, Palpatine, maybe? Oh, yeah. Guy, he says, do it, that guy. Do it. Yeah, yeah like, Emperor Pal- Senator, yeah. then. Senator, yeah. Soon so, to become Emperor. So, and, and, like, there was, I mean, the Game Grumps did a whole bit on it where, like, do it. The, the whole time they're playing this game, they're like, oh, kill that guy, you gotta do it. Like, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> That's great. That's when uh, Anakin beheads uh, Count Dooku, played by yeah. Christopher Lee. Yep. With two lightsabers. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we're here at the future. I'm hoping, future of the franchise, I'm hoping that galaxy's edge is going to be phenomenal my family and i we go to disney world a lot and down in florida we nice. won't be going to galaxy's edge this uh, it opens this fall we're going this april okay so, but you don't want to go the first year it's gonna no, be it's, a madhouse yeah and, and they got to work out the kinks oh yeah like they're you know, pirates of the caribbean shut down the first day they opened disneyland really yeah i didn't remember know in jurassic park jeff Go- the only thing is they didn't jump off the ride and start killing people That's oh what yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i forgot it, about that everything didn't work at disneyland the first day. yeah but uh, but yeah, it was. We can't wait to talk more about Star Wars. There's so much more. Yeah, I, I mean, get. I have pages guys, of notes here. That we literally, we get to. I'm staring right now at the complete Star Wars encyclopedia. This thing Three is like part volume. I mean, thousands of pages of stuff that we can. It's a good dive probably twenty five pounds. Yeah, it's, heavy. it's so. I mean, there's there's definitely more to cover here. Um, we don't know when we're going to do part two of this because um, we don't want to. We don't necessarily want to rock you with part two right away and then. You know, all anybody's hearing is Star Wars for 10 episodes, but um, we definitely want to come back and visit some more of this. In the meantime, if you guys have anything that 
you see as super interesting or something that we may have missed while we were talking or about spoken there yeah, were a lot of yeah. errors i'm sure <laughs> well that's and again you know we we're just fans we we, we, we enjoy talking Lovers, about this the, the the reason that we wanted to start this podcast to begin with is uh, Dave and I actually went to school together in college and we would sit, we were, we were actors. So I mean, we still are. Imagine that. Um, Liberal we, arts. We, we, we would sit in the green room and just talk for hours and hours and hours. And like, that's, that's all we wanted this to be was just a couple of buddies hanging out and chatting. So please, uh, you know, don't hesitate to shoot us an email franchise at gmail.com. Um, and just let us know if you have any suggestions, additions, corrections, whatever it is. Um, yeah, don't, don't be shy about that at all. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Hey, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. Make sure you guys hit us up on social media. Twitter is at Franchise Unpacked. Apparently, Unpacked was too long for Twitter. Or Instagram at Franchise Unpacked. You can also drop us an email at FranchiseUnpacked at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, fan mail, anything like that. We like fan mail. And make sure that you stick around for the next episode because we're going to be talking about the one, the only, Spider-Man. We'll see you next time.